Welcome to Sports Talk. We're proudly sponsored by Mazer Trophies and Plaques. Folks, we are joined here today. We've got a special treat. We got one of the top girls organizations in the state of Texas and really across the country. We've got here joined by the SA Lady Hoops president, founder, and coach Antonio Holmes. Coach Holmes, thank you for joining us today. Oh, uh, no problem. Thank you for having having me on the show. I'm very excited to be here. So, and I'm I'm just I'm just really thrilled to to be here to share a little bit of information. Definitely, when and I definitely appreciate that. And kind of like we had a background talk when we were talking. Um, the premise behind this is to really just tell the story of the Lady Hoops, how you guys started the journey to get to where you are now. And we'll drop that gym, that big gym you guys got here at the end on where you are now. But kind of give us a little bit of background on the Lady Hoops and why you guys started doing what you were doing there. Oh, you know, it was uh, pretty simple. You know, uh, I have two daughters who played the game as well. They both finished college, uh, going on to uh, playing their college, NCAA college careers. So I started it for my middle girl who was uh, fourth grade back in 2007, 2008. Uh, we had a really good one, had one team that was really good. That was pretty dominant throughout the state and the city. Won a couple of uh, uh, national championships. Uh but then, uh, if you didn't know, I was 24 years in the Air Force. But now, so, of course, I got orders out of here. And, of course, the Lady Hoops disbanded, and the girls went to different programs. Uh, so, went to went to Alabama for three years when I got back. And I was really about to retire from coaching. I was going to you know, focus on my son. And uh, I was took my son to a practice, saw some girls. And you know nobody knew who I was, and until we saw one of the parents, and one of the parents recognized me from my previous years of the Lady Hoops, and he was like, just like you know, shocked that I walked to the gym and I wasn't coaching. So they just you know, once the owner of that program saw the who you know recognized who I was, they asked me to coach. I wasn't going to; I was just training at the time. And then uh, one of the, my my partner now, Lamar Stevens, he was like. I, I need you to, you know, help out with these young girls or whatever, whatever. Went to a practice, fell in love with them. You, you know how little girls are. They got the goggles and the ponytails and didn't know what they were doing. So I'm like, I, I can't let them not, you know, I couldn't not share my knowledge I had with them. So started up with that, started coaching with that organization. I stayed for about a year. And then basically, you know, I, I left that organization to start my own organization uh, back with the Lady Hoops. So we reestablished about five years ago with one team, and uh, now it's, it's been magnified to quite a few. Definitely, and as you started that journey, I'm sure you ran into some hiccups, especially there in San Antonio, <laughs> with the way people are so territorial. So, what were yeah. one of the things that you did to differentiate the late hoops from? every other organization there in San Antonio to help you start growing it? Well, from the start, you know, we were just the one team and, you know, my focus was so much on them to where, to, to a point where they were pretty much, you know, they couldn't be beaten here in San Antonio unless we played four or five grades up. 
Uh, so when people started recognizing that sport and, you know, they see us the same girls every week, we started playing, you know, seven, sixth grade, playing ninth grade, seventh grade, playing JV and 11th grade and winning all the events. And then traveling across the, uh, the, the, the state and not winning all the time, but at least being competitive to where we started getting a lot of respect from a lot of big programs. So um, once people started seeing that, you know, it started growing slowly. And I say over the last two years, it has been the biggest growth periods. And I think it has a lot to do with those those core group girls who I had uh, went into, was going into high school and a lot of people started recognizing who they were and who, where they came from. So it brought a lot of girls to the program. Definitely. Uh, and so in doing that, you mentioned a partner. And so I think as organizations start to grow and develop, finding that right team to be around you is very important. And so how many iterations of that team that you have to go through in order to get that solid foundation that you guys could really grow and build off of? Quite a few, I'm sure. The funny, the, well, yeah, yeah, about, about two. I'll say about two. You know, at the okay. beginning of it, we had a variety of girls far, as far as age goes. Uh, and the folk, when I was in that or, other organization, you know, I tried to you know tell them, like, oh, let's focus on age groups for now so that we can get them prepared in their age bracket. Uh, so uh, it, was a, it was a few different combinations, but then after a while, it all became just down to the one group that was in the 2023 group. So, you know, we just we just went from there for, since the fourth grade. And, uh, you know, we had a couple drop-offs, you know, go somewhere else, and we have a couple additions as well. So, you know, it wasn't really a hiccup once you buy into the culture and, and everything and the pro know, know what the process is. And you be the process, not trust it. You be it, meaning you got practice. You you doing extra work. You are making sure your studies are good. Uh, you making sure that your 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 behavior is good. That's that's all being the process, not just trust. And so that's the player side. I guess I was looking more at the the staff you have around you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That organizational oh, structure. You know, that, that, yeah. It, it no, it has changed because we're we're a family uh, organization, so there are a lot of family members who are in key positions. Uh, so, you know, when 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 family members do leave or things like that, then you know, of course, they have to be replaced. But we have to make sure yeah. we're replacing those people who have the same values uh, that we have as far as being out there for the for the for the kids and doing what we're supposed to be doing. Definitely, and, and I think a lot of times organizations start and they think that we're going to ride this group right here as far as a, a staff all the way to the end, not realizing that not everybody that came in originally had that same vision that you as an organization starter may have, may have had. Um, right. I'm sure you've ran into the people who have came in tried to learn from you and then go build their own or come in and <laughs> figure out what your culture is and try to take that culture to build their own. And 
Yeah. And so I, I, I know as an organization owner, that's a tightrope that you have to walk as you bring people into the organization on a structural side. I'm Dr. Timothy Hoover, and I'm taking you to the house, and I want you to come and join me every Thursday at 4.30 Eastern Standard Time on Taking It to the House. Hi, I'm Dr. Stephen Herbin III, and I'm the co-host of Taking It to the House. Come on out and join us. I want you to bring some hot fire. Thursdays, 4.30 Eastern Time, Taking It to the House. I want you to come with us. Take it to the house with us. You want to, you got to burn? Something you want to share? You see our Twitter accounts? You can join us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Come on, take it to the house with us. You got that hot fire? Something that stands out that you just know have to take to the house? Let us know on our Twitter handles. We'll be more than happy to read it on air. We want to hear from you. Bring it. Talk about that building the coaching staff that it takes to have teams at the different age groups going from fourth grade all the way up to high school and how you leverage that staff so that you don't burn everybody out. Okay. So uh, what, what we do is, you know, first we, we after I, we interview them and, you know, see how, see what their goals are, things like that. And, and uh, we talk about teams and age groups and what their philosophies are and try to mesh them with what our culture is. So if they don't mesh, then it's like, okay, well, you know, we can we can start you off with some training maybe to help out in the training aspect or just being around uh, to help out at practice instead of coaching until well, we feel comfortable with that individual to uh, to be a coach. And like you said, you know, like it's, it's difficult because you never know their uh, someone's intentions until they put it in front of you. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. they can act like or, or 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 be there for you until they don't need you more no more. Meaning you may get, you know, you may help them get started. They get a pretty decent, you know, group or whatever, girls and or boys, if a boys will oh, for that matter. And then they move on and it's like, you know, sometimes it can be kind of hurtful. Sometimes it could be a blessing in disguise. Definitely. Um, I've, I've had both instances happening. So yeah, it definitely can, it definitely can be a blessing in disguise. And sometimes, yes. <clears throat> sometimes you, you have to have that loss to grow. Amen. Sometimes you have to have that loss to grow and diamonds are made from pressure. They don't just grow. They come from pressure. And so sometimes having that pressure makes a diamond in the end. And so that's definitely a, a big thing to, to, to keep in mind and to pass on to these organizations is sometimes it's not going to go the way you want it to go. But <clears throat> holding true to the core values that you have for that organization will carry you through. And speaking of which. Yes, sir. So you taught culture. So what aspects of the Lady Hoops culture do you think have been the biggest attributes for you guys as far as your sustained success? One, it's not really a definition of culture, but I think uh, it's very important. It's family. We're very family oriented. We like to get people 
or family members involved so they have a stake in the organization whether it be a, a, a fundraising coordinator whether it be a travel coordinator where they they're getting hotels for the team when we travel whether it be uh events coordinator where they're doing a christmas party or if when we do travel we all go out to have fun all together but we like to 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 incorporate those uh family members inside the organization as well so i mean that's the that's the biggest part to me because those family members they have a stake in it not just come to practice sit down watch the girl practice and go home every single time they're sitting down they say okay we're going we're going to houston in two weeks what is going on in Houston? Can we go? Where are we going to go eat? And we got the hotel room. Make sure you, you know, and, it's, and everybody's involved. So it's not just come watch and play, watch Coach T yell at them and, and go up and run up and down the court and then you go home. It's more like, okay, what we got this week, what we got in two weeks. What we, what, when we go to Florida, who's going to be doing what in Florida? So it's, that's the biggest thing for us is uh, keeping our families involved in, in, inside the organization. And, you know, besides the family, you know, again, you know, we, we like we talked about earlier, the, the, the culture of when you're on the court, being a teammate, playing hard, um, being a good teammate all the time is very important for us. And, you know, we, 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 we like you know, cussing and all that other stuff. So it's a good family-oriented, based organization. How many coaches do you guys have with the ladies and we have uh, nine. Nine coaches. <laughs> yes. And how many teams? And this is, and, and oh, Average. by the way, this is just the girls' side, right? Yes. Yes. And, and I think. So right now we have 13. 13. Wow. Okay. As of right now, 13 teams. Uh, and we're about to add on a few. I have a couple calls that was made last couple of days because I, I think because of what's been going on, uh, but that's going to be bringing over uh, a, a quite a few other girls as well. But then on the young side, I said your intentions were never to get this big when you started out, were you? No, sir. When I got, when I started out, we just wanted that one. I was just trying to do that one team. Uh, and we were doing really, really well. And then my partner was just like, you know, girls will start showing up just to, in the seat and how can we get involved? And I'm like, well, we only got one coach and one team. And next thing you know, it's just like, okay, a couple more will show up and, and then somebody will say, I want to coach. And then it's like, okay, well, let's do this. And, you know, one of the uh, one of the uh, coaches who, who was no longer with us, you know, he came aboard with us. Started, I started him up, started getting some girls from him as well. So then we grew on the the older side at first, and then we started growing at the younger and the younger. While I was still in the middle with the with the one team, but we intend. I mean, I didn't intend on doing all of this. I just wanted to do one team and keep it moving. I wasn't focused on building an organization, but you know, my my, my partner Lamore was just like you know, you can affect way more people, way more kids if we you know, try to do something for more than just our team. So then we, you know, we just started, started from there. And, and that's one of the things that I, I want to touch on here as well is um, you, you said something, helping more than just your team. So I think one of the things that has been really successful for your organization is the fact that you guys are willing to work with anyone out there that's trying to do something positive with student athletes, 
work with other organizations and even supporting their initiatives. And so I think that it's been huge in creating that structure around your organization to allow you guys to grow and to create that, that atmosphere for growth. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I, I agree with that 100%. You know, I, I've always been, you know, very helpful to anybody who needed it. I've seen that needed. Sometimes I have to be the one to initiate and reach out. Uh, but, you know, some people do call me and ask me things they need to be doing for us and some of the things that we provide in our organization. No, that's good stuff. So, as you guys continue to grow, um, what's on the horizon for the Hoops program? I say the hoops program because you guys also have a boy side to this. We do. Uh, it was bigger before. Uh, and then the girls just got overwhelming for me personally. So uh, I, I allowed some other coaches to take over the King program where we have one team right now. Start, uh, rebuilding as, a young coach, as we speak. Nice. <clears throat> I wanted to take this walk kind of down memory, memory lane for these organizations to see this because, what, three days ago? You guys just became a part of the Adidas family, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The hashtag three strike family. That took you guys from an organization to go from where you were to now being a part of that Adidas family. How long did it take you guys to get to that point? Uh, like I said, uh, if you really sit back and think about it, because at the beginning we wasn't even trying to uh, to be part of a shoot program. You know, I was just trying to help as many as kids as I could. Uh, then I say probably about the last, I say two and a half years, it's probably been you know like it, it's been right there for us. Uh, you know, other organizations access to join find with them or do something of that that nature which was very humbling as well because there was some pretty prominent organizations that you know approached us uh, but you know that's something that you know I really I thought about it prayed on it talked to the you know the family talked to my business partner and and it was just like okay do we want to do that do we want to do our own thing so you know we we we, we held tight and then Adidas uh, Basically, uh, uh, Ray Caldwell and SA Finest, uh, we, we sat down, had a big, a big long lunch, well, actually a brunch for about 
three and a half hours. We just talked about it. Uh, talked about a lot of aspects of uh, what, we, what we provide the city, things like that. And it was pretty much a no-brainer. Nice. Nice. That's good stuff. Now, Adidas comes with perks, of, of course, and they have their requirements. Yes. But there are a lot of Adidas programs across the country. And so to be one of them is a huge honor. And I, and I congratulate you guys on that. Um, and I think when a lot of organizations start off, they want to get to that end goal today. And the end goal being, we want to be a sponsored club, sponsored organization. And the steps get missed in building that organization to get to that point. So as you guys took those steps, what were some of the, the roadblocks and hiccups you guys had as you took that journey going from one team to now 13? The biggest hiccup to me uh, is like we talked about earlier, losing, you know, you, you lose a coach or, or coaches and team or some players that you really, uh, you really, as family members that you really like and you appreciate to uh, to go, you know, uh, go do what they have to do, which is, you know, I, I applaud them for doing, you know, trying to go get their goal. That That's the biggest hiccup. Like, the relationships you build with the kids and them having, having to follow the adults because they have to, because they're the adults that make the decision. They, uh, you know, they, they want to spend the money to get the kids to practice to the game so they have to go with what they you know and you you kind of lose those relationships with the kids and you know uh, it, it's hurtful sometimes you know, like you lose kids that you, you, you that been with you forever it's like man and like it's like you know what did I do so for a minute you gotta take a step back look what you did look what I did what I didn't do what I could have done better stuff like that you know you, you know you just pray over it and then sometimes it's for the best Sometimes, you know, it's just, it is what it is. But I think that's the biggest hiccup for me because I'm very, I'm a very personable person. And once I get to know you, now, you know, I'm, I'm around you, around me, I'm around you. You know, you la you're laughing and joking. And then, you know, the kids rip from me like, man, you know, what happened? even if it, it don't have to be a kid, just one of your better kids, it's just be a kid that you really, really like, you joke with, and, you know, and they're just gone because of, you know, whatever reason. I only bring that up because. I think organizations need to understand that you're going to lose players. Yes. You're going to, you're going to gain some, you're going to lose some, and you're going to lose players that you've invested a lot of time in. And so understanding that it's not always about the student athlete because we got adults involved. So, adults make decisions for these kids that they have to go with. And so not taking that personal and understanding that that's an element of this, I think is uh, huge in a lot of instances um, as you start to grow and develop programs. 
what's on the what's on the on the horizon for the hoops program that you can share with us today? <laughs> uh, there's quite a few things out there that you know that that makes our program like well rounded, and that was my goal uh, to have every aspect covered. Uh, so you know, we just got we just partnered with D one training here in San Antonio strength and conditioning, speed and agility stuff. They're going to be uh, heading that up this week. We got a really good deal on that. The parents, are, they're very happy about, excited about them. She'll be starting that up in the next, say, couple of days, probably this week sometime. Uh, we were also back with Aces Nation, which is our recruiting platform. That, you know, another exciting uh, venture that we partner with. Uh, some other things that I'm going to be starting up individually that's going to also help us in the recruit recruiting part. We can't, I just can't announce that yet, but it, it's, it's coming really, really soon. Uh, we're in, in, in a, being, being with Adidas, again, it's going to allow me the opportunity to uh, to, to, to do, do some extra things besides at their events. Uh, they want to take my wealth of knowledge as far as my experience and the number of girls I have, they want that experience to go through the whole Adidas program. So it's pretty exciting stuff that uh, they're going to want me to be want me to be part of and doing with. And as you know, finance is SA finance is an Adidas program as well. So we're so I'm going to be working with them a little bit on some things. So um, maybe you'll be seeing some really big stuff from the SA ladies. Nice. So, so San Antonio has two Adidas women's programs there now, right? Uh, three. I think uh, uh, the other one is a SA Hoops Elite. Okay. Okay. Wow. So that's some good stuff going on there in San Antonio. Got some talented athletes down here. It's just the fact that we just have, we just have, have enough programs that's out there that's pu pushing the girls out there to get these scouts down here. And, you know, and, I, and I've said it for a long time, there's enough athletes out here to, to do that. But, you know, it, it can't just take, it can't just be one person. But we have to get together collectively and, and get these. If you're, if you're about what you're about, if you're about getting these girls to college, get them to school, whether D1, D2, D3, I say D3. So if you can get that D free, hey, look, we gotta do it collectively as, you know, Adidas, Nike, whatever. We need to do that just for the sake of the city. You know, I hear about Dallas being talented, which they are, Houston being talented, which they are. San Antonio is talented as well. But the fact is, you know, it's just a, they have bigger programs that have more longevity that's been on the scene longer. So we just have to work, start working, start, in my opinion, work together. And get these girls these scholarships because there's enough talent here in San Antonio to do it. As we kind of wrap this up, is there any parting gems you can drop on any organization that's looking to start their own program and um, grow and to be successful? Number one, I just say you know, do it for the right reason. If you if you're doing it for the right reasons, and you stick with that with those reasons throughout, then you'll be fine. 
you know, you set your goals and, and continuously set goals. You know, if if you begin, you start off wanting to be a one team program and go all the way through. Do that. If you're doing great, be prepared to uh, want to want to help other kids because a lot of people want to see the great things you're doing for the city. So you got to be prepared for that. Have good people around you. That's too. Have good people around you that's going to help you. Uh, don't be too big headed to ask questions or make a mistake. Uh, don't be too big headed to 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 to, to apologize. And say, I'm sorry, things like that. So or I, or I did something wrong. With, I went to the wrong event or whatever. But you just got to make sure that that you had those right people around. And then lastly, don't be scared of that competition. Right? Think you're gonna lose or win or whatever. You got to test your kids all the time. You never know. You mess around and start playing really, really good against those Dallas teams and those Houston teams, and that's when it, that's when it really starts to uh, when you start getting that recognition. I mean, that's what happened to us. We would play here and then go to Dallas, and we may not win. Some of them won. we may not win, but you know, teams that never got pushed to to, to the end of the game lose by three points, and the parents of the other teams. You know, that those those girls are balling. They small and they play hard and they can shoot and you know, those things that we teach. You know, you know, and, and that's just my suggestion. Those three things is just like just keep grinding, keep your head around, stay in your lane and just, you know, it'll come if that's what you want. Yeah, but if that's what you want, just don't be focused on the shoot deal. Like that. Be focused on your kids, train them up, and uh and it'll come. Well, coach, I think that's some good information there. Nice gem to drop. We thank you guys for tuning in. This has been Sports Talk. Have a good one.